Christopher. Oh, hello, and welcome to Empty Your Q. Uh, today we're discussing the uh, ever-classic 13 Ghosts with uh, <laughs> Matthew Lillard, Tony Shalhoub, Shannon Elizabeth, and I can't and think of Murray Abraham. And F. Murray Abraham. The legend, <laughs> F. Murray Abraham. Uh, uh, so, right out of the gate, not a very good movie. No, bad movie. But a movie that I have absolutely loved since the first time I saw it. I watched it on Amazon. <laughs> it's available on Amazon. It. It's also still on um, HBO Max as like a okay. uh, like last chance. Oh, that's that's actually where I watched it. I lied. I watched it on HBO Max as the last chance because I've been wanting to watch this piece of crap because it's a last chance. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit. You know, I've been wanting to watch it. Saw that it was a last chance, and was like, "Oh, well, I better watch this." Well, then I guess that seals it. Yeah, no, I, uh, and, uh, I did not have to worry about it being a last chance because you because own I'm it. looking, I'm looking at the DVD right now. There you go. <laughs> and uh, this was one of those movies that, like, when you like, because it came out in um, 2011 or 2001, so I was 11. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, this was not. This was not recent. I was in no. middle school when this came out. Yeah, and this was like, once I finally saw it, it was one of those movies where, like, as a kid, you felt like you were really watching something crazy because it had blood and boobs and, like, all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, actually, one of its main ghosts features blood and boobs and crazy stuff going on. Just, just with her, yeah. It's just a nude woman with a knife that's all cut up and bleeding. Uh, so anyways, Which is, to kind of get to yeah, go, yeah, go for it. what 13 Ghosts is about, um, F. Murray Abraham is first introduced with Matthew Lillard, and they're seemingly summoning a, uh, a, um, a ghost. A spirit, a ghost. Uh, yeah. A spirit from a car dispensary, a car right, crusher. They're in like a junkyard. There's a salvage yard. Yeah, junkyard. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, and they summon the spirit everyone gets killed including F. Murray Abraham and then cut to um, a is it Tony Shalhoub Tony Shalhoub but you get the credits right with <laughs> the credits what are happened. incredible the credits are after F. Murray Abraham has his head almost severed by a piece of exploding car um, somehow this ghost can explode things and he yeah they're catching knocks the juggernaut pieces. at that point right isn't that who they're getting yeah they call him yeah. the breaker the breaker <clears throat> but and yeah you get the the opening credits are this like hallmark family. commercial of yeah. this family and like the daughter is holding the son and they're playing outside and spinning in circles talking about like how much they love each other and it cuts fun. in it cuts into Shalhoub and his wife, and they're like, look how happy they are. Like, we, we finally did it. We've got our dream house. We've got our perfect family. And the camera cuts, like, an inch over to the wall, and, like, then you just start hearing fire alarms go off. And, smoke and fire. You hear the crackling of fire, and then you hear, and like, Tony Shalhoub is like, smell? hurry, get out of the house. I'm going to get the kids. Let's go. And uh, a lot of exposition just in the... Yeah, and somehow... <laughs> All that exposition kind of on how the wife died is wrapped up in that in, in the in the intro credits. And uh 
I guess somehow the wife died in the house fire. She yeah, she she didn't die in the fire. She died like from complications after in the hospital. Because oh, you hear like yeah. you hear her get out and like then you hear them in the hospital bed and she's like, Take care of the kids like Yeah. And she dies in the hospital mm-hmm. from complications of, and then the movie picks up from complications it's, it's, of fire. Yeah, from yeah, from fire complications, from probably yeah. burn and burns and severe lung inhalation. On one hand. Smoke half inhalation and lung damage. Yeah. So it picks up six months after she's passed away. Like the current story is six months later, this family, and they're like, they still somehow afford to have a nanny. Yes. Which, which makes no sense because Tony Shalhoub just talks nonstop about all the money they don't have. And but they definitely need a nanny for sure. <clears throat> and it's funny. I, I took a note on it too. There's a part where they're all talking and joking around, and the kid, the two kids, the it's like a teenage daughter who's Shannon Elizabeth, and then a younger son. Shannon Elizabeth then, looking about twenty six. Yeah, she does not teenage look like daughter. Like an eighteen, yeah. nineteen year old. Yeah. That's the same thing with the whole American Pie cast. Is like that's supposed to be a high school movie. But they all like, look about 28, 29 years old. Right. It's, yeah. But um, so <laughs> they get in this argument and or not even this argument, but like the two kids are teasing each other and the little boy goes, you're such a slut. And she's like, what? And the maid is like, you don't say slut. I'd call her a bitch. She's not a slut. And like the dad is standing right there and the whole family just goes like, ah, yeah, the, you. Tony Shalhoub is like, well, she's got a point. He like laughs and then like after he like as he finishes laughing, he trips over this scooter and spills hot coffee all over himself, and he like instantly rages out like God oh, yeah, damn it! I told to you to stop. I told you to move the scooter and like everyone's like super straight like straightens up and I was like I wonder like was he just a hot headed dickhead this whole time like do you think he's like hair trigger to get pissed off now because of the i think that's the way he's supposed to be is because that's the way he is when they get to the house so anyways moving on kind of with the plot um yeah yeah sorry so tony shalhoub you know we've got this whole meeting uh a lawyer shows up to their house and um they're uh told that they've inherited this home from his uncle yeah uncle cyrus uh, Uncle Cyrus, and it's coming on the heels of I think they're being evicted or something like that too from their apartment. Or they're they, looking, yeah, them. they like downsized. Yeah, so they, you know, they get this this inheritance, if you will, of this home. They have to go to the home. What what is it? They have to do something to get his money, right? Live in the home. They just they have to go to the home and sign some paperwork and stuff to execute the estate, basically. Yeah, and so. They're like, all right, I guess we'll go. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And they get there, and the house is, like, the most gorgeous, like, stupid design you've ever seen. Gorgeous, I guess, glass. is a word. Hmm? I guess gorgeous is a word, yeah. It, yeah, it's just all it. glass. And it's, like, reinforced, like, a, like <clears throat> a so fortress. So it's all glass with ancient Sanskrit written on the glass. <laughs> Ancient Latin <laughs> Ancient which, like, incantations to keep ghosts in. <laughs> which, but like that's a red flag already, right? Like if you drove up to the house and the lawyer guy was like, Well, here we are, and you're like, Oh, it's it's completely made of glass with a ton of Latin scripture on it. That's the first red flag for me is the factor that it's completely made out of glass. 
That's where I'm not like, only that not going to happen. Then they they get there. Well, that's, I think Shannon Elizabeth. Someone says, "I hope the bathroom's in the basement." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but something like Shannon that. Elizabeth but uh, says that they get there, and Matthew Lillard is dressed up in an electrician like power company outfit, jumpsuit, yeah. standing outside mm-hmm. trying to get in, and he's like talking to the lawyer, and he's like, "I gotta check the breakers, man." Sounds like that's the thing is this movie is not that good, but Matthew Lillard is top shelf in this. I wouldn't say top shelf, but he's definitely would, doing the thing. He's doing the it's thing. Up there. It's he's up very there with Matthew like, Lillard. Yeah, it's up there like with Wing Commander for Matthew Lillard heat checks. I don't know if you remember <laughs> Wing Commander very much. I don't. I don't. I do not. Oh. It's really just the Scooby Doo movie for me when it comes to Lillard. And Scream. And Scream, yeah. Yeah. yeah without a paddle. Too deep he's, there, got some, man. he's got some bangers. But um yeah, so he's deep there. He doesn't let on to them that he knew Cyrus he and he knows what's Cyrus. actually going on. Yeah. He has to like reveal that as things go on. So basically, like they get into the house. Tony Shaloub's like, hey, this is pretty sick. But I'm a par- I'm a math teacher, bro. I can't afford a mortgage on a house like yeah. this. Like and the lawyer's like, Oh no, no, sign the paper, it's yours. It's already paid for. Everything's good. <clears throat> it, this weird, creepy all glass Latin house is is yours. <laughs> Nothing else I need to tell you. And uh, from there, basically, like, as soon as that happens and they sign the paperwork and the lawyer's like, okay, cool, see ya. Uh, you start to learn more about the house and it's basically like a giant countdown clock that's constantly, re- like, there's like a, a heart to it that's just a bunch of gears and it's always constantly rotating and moving. And what that does is it unlocks different chambers and rooms and stuff. And you come to find out through just watching the movie and through Matthew Lillard something more exposition for Shalhoub that Cyrus and him would capture evil spirits and keep them in, in glass containment boxes. And they're all in the basement of this house. They were effectively ghostbusters. And kind of, (laughs) they specialized in looking for like angry spirits that died in horrific accidents and filled with rage. Yes. Yeah. Because it's to meet this specific like incantation he's trying to pull to open up hell's eye. The all seer and to open up Hell's Eye, I think, is is actually exactly what it translates to. So that's the thing. Yeah. This movie doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes no sense whatsoever because it doesn't really explain why he wants to open Hell's Eye. It's not. There's nothing yeah. about becoming the all seer or anything. It's literally, they just she says to open Hell's Eye. That's it. Maybe to look yeah, at I, it. Maybe to I, Hell to look at you. I don't really know. I think. I think someone says something about being able to see the future. Maybe, but but I don't know future stuff. Yeah, you don't really get any of that. Um, Matthew Lillard's character can like he's like a human metal detector, but for ghosts. If he gets within ten, he can see your path. But he also like he goes off if he's near. If he's near ghosts, like within ten feet, he goes off like a like a smoke alarm. Yeah, he but he's drops also a clairvoyant to where if he touches yeah. you, he can see your past and like various traumas and such. Right, not even the good things. He just sees all the pain. Yes, yeah. Which it would have been cool if they went a little bit further into that and like how he found he had that. <laughs> or like what else? Oh he well, had character done? Devel- character development isn't something that we're trying to get across in this film whatsoever. It's literally <laughs> just about the sick ass ghosts. 
and that and that and even in that practice that it's just about showing these really cool ghosts it does not give you the payoff you want on those ghosts at all no <clears throat> like you don't get the backstory on the ghosts you don't get a, like the ghost action is really weirdly filmed too because they need these special glasses to see them yes but um like it'll cut back and forth from like what you see without the glasses to the ghost it's like there's a scene where shannon elizabeth is attacked by one of the ghosts and it's between like her just dragging on the floor and then like the ghost on top of her scratching at her and slashing at her and you're like this is like super jarring like i don't understand why they would do it this way just show the whole ghost like um and that's a budgetary issue i would imagine uh, yeah, I have to imagine really. um, because it is footage. the ghosts do look really good when you do see them in full like that mm-hmm. one that's tearing her apart is the jackal the most dangerous ghost of them all I um, think Matthew Villard as, calls him the Charles Manson of ghosts yes the Charles Manson of ghosts uh, the jackal is seemingly someone who was tied up in a straitjacket, like from legs to hands and then had their heads mm-hmm. set in some type of box and thrown in the ocean. That's all well, I can I, imagine. I read the backstory because on the on the DVD they have backstories for every one of them. No way. That they'd never used for the movies. Um, but he could movie. escape straight. He he could escape straight jackets. So they started to put his head in a cage to help counter the escaping of the straight jackets. How does that help? I don't know. It doesn't go that far into detail. <laughs> it just says he could escape the straight jackets. That's incredible that the DVD has like what a little, a little like sleeve, a little art sleeve that gives you the explanation. No, it's like a bonus feature on the disc where you press no it. No way. Like the prince, the the the, the <sighs> angry bride. The, the, yeah, like it's got oh, something for dude. all of them. That's fucking awesome. Shackle. Yeah, I know. That's, that's some pretty much it. That's. More than I felt this movie actually cared about these characters it was trying to create. See, that's the thing. And, like, we talked about this as we were, like, both watching this. Is It's, like, there's so much here that they could have continued to build off of. Oh, definitely. And I think that's the focal point of this episode more than anything. That's kind of why I've just been, like, let's get the premise out here. Out of the, yeah. There's some zany scenes. The girl with the knife is always naked and, like, has the body of a porn star. It's, like... There's not the only horrific thing about her is she's cut up and blue. Other than that, she's like they got the most banging body that they could possibly find to have. Like, why wouldn't they have a like horrific, decrepit, like rotting body? Right, well, because her murder? story—not to get too—but uh, her story is that she was like a beauty queen that was renowned for her looks, and she went in for a surgery. And they messed up her eye, like disfigured her face, like in this surgery, like in like a surgery accident. Okay. She was so upset that she killed herself in a bathtub. And so that's yeah, why she's she, like, naked. She cut herself yeah. up everywhere instead of just cutting her wrists. <laughs> yeah, they make it sound like she took out like all of her frustrations on being disfigured. Yeah. And then okay. just killed herself in this bathtub. But yeah, well, there so you she's go. covered. I know. But anyway, yeah, so if you want to keep going, well, but there's a lot for these ghosts. Like, so first off, this should be a Netflix series. Oh, absolutely. That, that was like, also my first thought, too. Like, you can start it off with the introductory of the family, them getting the house, and then them, like, discovering this book. And then you get the tales for the next, like, five episodes or so 
of each ghost and how they become the way they are. And then your last like two episodes are essentially the rest of the movie where the ghosts are escaping and attacking the family and they've got to like stop hell's eye from opening because these 13 ghosts open up some sort of fucking portal that is inside because <laughs> they're all inside they're all essentially like <clears throat> totems effectively that you have to collect to <laughs> unlock hell's eye like that's the whole premise of this movie is like these 13 ghosts represent some type of totem of pain and they <laughs> open up hell's eye it's very a la like um hellraiser there's two there's two things too that we forgot to mention. One is that the fourth ghost is Tony Shalhoub's dead wife. Yes. And Todd Matthew Lillard and and uh, and uh, Cyrus and Lillard yeah. behind that death. They like, went uncle. to the hospital. Yeah. And snuffed her out. <laughs> and uh, then the second part is once they've like explained because Cyrus turns out to be alive somehow he's faked his death like the most elaborate way possible. Is he alive or is he a ghost? No, he's alive. I thought she and like so, resurrects him somehow, ghost style. No, it's all fake. Oh, so he, so he fakes his death, and uh, he like they explain everything, and now that Tony Shalhoub knows what has to happen, like they need him to be like the thirteenth ghost that sacrifices himself, and that's what opens the portal. Yeah, and. Uh, like, as soon as that's all explained and everything's set up, the ghosts all just chill out and stand in a perfect circle around the machine. Well, yeah, because I think they're activating. And it's just funny because this whole movie is about, like, hey, these ghosts aren't going to take any shit. They're just doing their own thing, and they're out now. They're finally free. And then they're like, oh, nope, circle time. Let's all go yeah. get the circle. Well, because I think that's a part of his, like, because he's chanting at that point. F. Murray Haber yeah, he like, is reading the, the book yeah. incantations and shit. Because the whole ghost thing, they literally, they're like totems that unlock the hell's eyes. So at that point, they're in a circle because they're being commanded to be a circle. Not to bring semantics into this, but like, you know, you're picking nits at, at, at there's nothing there to pick. It makes sense. Yeah, 13 goats. There's yeah. a lot more fucking things in this movie to be like, well, why are they in a circle? Because. <laughs> that is true. So so you think, though, that... that um. Netflix series is the way to go, not a, not oh, a remake absolutely. or a sequel. Because you can do so much with these characters, with the ghosts themselves. Mm-hmm. Like each one can literally be an episode. It writes itself as it goes along. That, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is it like <clears throat> and then you also be its own episode. You all, well, you don't need like a fifteen, sixteen episode season. Like you can cram two ghosts in each episode. Like that's mm-hmm. why I said first two introductory to the family, introductory to the house. One, two, three, four, five episodes. So you got seven episodes there. All about the ghosts. Maybe eight. Mm-hmm. All about the ghosts. You get like two, the jackal, um, the juggernaut, and uh, um, uh, probably the final one would be like the wife and the reveal of that she was murdered by mm-hmm. the uncle and that. And then you have the rest kind of in their own. The other ten. So you have five mm-hmm. episodes, each one. <clears throat> so and then after those you ended on the last two or the the getting the betrayal of that one of the woman who you think has actually come to save them. Who's who actually Miss the Honey lover. 
It was Miss Honey from Matilda and the lover of uh, F. Marie Abraham or something like that. I yeah, don't even she's know. like obsessed with it because she's yeah. like, she's like, did I do good? Did I do okay? Tell me I did good, Cyrus. I did everything you wanted me to. Like, and he's like, shut and up. He's like, like, come on, get the fuck yeah. out of here. He like, um, he like smashes her in the one of the doors. Yeah, he's like, oh, right. yeah, yeah, no, no. He he, she gets him everything he wants, does everything he wants, and then he's like no loose ends and then like leaves her behind in one of the transitioning doors that literally crushes her like a grape and it shows it like it shows yeah, her head just like pop and shit very very cool deaths with the doors i will say that the like yeah there's two door solid based door death. um that one of her getting crushed and then there's a lawyer in the beginning that gets sliced down the middle horizontal style <laughs> and, like like you know this way Instead of yeah. like this way, he gets sliced this way, and then you watch him slide. Now, somehow his eyeballs are still moving. If you notice that, <laughs> I did notice that too. Even though pretty much everything has been severed and cut off from being able to operate in that sense. But you know what? I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know for sure. You're gonna really argue semantics on this movie with a no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I, I, when it comes to fucking incantations and them being under the control of him in the circle, yeah, yeah, I am. Do you think if you were in that situation, in a thirteen ghost the... situation, <laughs> yeah, if you ended not, up in a thirteen, I'm not in that situation because as soon as someone brings me to a fucking house that looks like that, I'm like, nope, that's haunted, not going in it. No matter how broke you are, you have you have mouths to nah, your life. No, nope. I'll go sell myself on the streets first. Before okay, get, well, for the sake, I get fucking snapped in half by a ghost. For the sake of argument, do you think you could have taken any of those ghosts? No, not even the little kid with the arrow in his head or the the big. Oh, that the big, do that. We barely, we barely even got to see the little kid with the arrow in his head cook. You think that motherfucker's not sinister as hell? I don't know because the backstory on him says the backstory says he just wants to play. Well, he's a ranged combat expert, most likely. So, you think no, he got actually, the upper hand? His is pretty sad. He shoots like, himself in the head friends. playing cowboys and Indians. No, nah, man, he was he was the cowboy, and he was playing cowboys and Indians with another kid. And this kid had the toy guns, and the other kid had a real bow and arrow, and shot him in the forehead, South Park style. If you remember the South Park where they all get ninja weapons. <laughs> yeah, and Butters gets a shuruk into the eye. Exactly. It's like the horror yeah. version of that where the kid is just dead. He gets shot with an arrow. Damn. That's a bummer. So, like, he's not as malevolent. He's like a tragic death, but he's not... He looks really creepy. He's one of the creepiest ones of them all. Yeah. Well, they all feel pretty malevolent, so... No, you wouldn't You wouldn't stay in the house? No. No. Any house that's all windows, I'm against. Any house that's all windows with, ink, like... Latin and ancient Sanskrit incantations written on them to guard me from ghosts. Double no, double, triple, quadruple no. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's come a tough on. Sell. Like, you look at the house and it's not like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, no, there's some fucked up shit going on in here. And I'm not messing with that. <laughs> like, this it's is. It's funny too. <clears throat> this isn't some like God and, and the devil evil. This is evil that's like above them. This is the next level of evil. <laughs> yeah this is a higher evil here this is the ancient um, ones like these are the things that walked the earth before 
anything else. So Steve Beck directed this movie. Who the fuck is that? Do you want to take a stab at what the one other movie he directed is? House on Haunted Hill. No, close. Another Dark Castle Entertainment movie of some sort. Yes. A year after 13 Ghosts, he dropped another masterpiece. What? Ghost Ship. No way. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Those are the only two movies on his IMDb credit. Damn. He had to have started under... That had to have been like a a pen name, a pseudonym or something like that. Steve. (laughs) He went on... He went on to be Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> if it turned out that like someone like that, like Christopher Nolan or uh, like Steve McQueen, someone yeah. was like, oh yeah, I got my start with these horror movies that I wrote. As these, are, these are Paul Thomas Anderson's side projects after Boogie Nights and Magnolia. I just wanted to do some weird stuff, man. I just had this idea about ghosts and rooms. I just had to do well, it. Well, this is a... This is a remake. It is, yeah. And it's like an early I've never 50s, seen the original. 60s. Yeah, it's like, like a, a 60s yeah. horror movie. Because this, House on a Haunted Hill, and a bunch of other uh, House of Wax and other things that Dark Castle was making kind of in this like 2000 to about 2008 period, I think, where mm-hmm. a lot of remakes of movies from the 50s, horror movies from the 50s and 60s. Oh, definitely. What's funny, too, is the only interesting trivia I found about this movie was that this and the remake of House on Haunted Hill were released at almost the exact same time, like a year apart, like they almost the exact same day, a year apart. They yeah. made within like $500,000 of each other of the same exact box office totals. Like they, like there was a lot of weird little similarities between this and House on Haunted Hill. And I think even Ghost Ship too. <laughs> so you're saying they're all haunted. I, I'm not, I'm not, not saying it, I guess. So, now, where do you think... So, this was not a box office success, though, right? I know. No. Because you have the ghosts... At the end of this movie, the ghosts get, like, freed. And you see them walk off into the woods. And I Mm -hmm. feel like that was setting up a sequel. Like, that's what that all was about. I took it as it was them... Like, they were just dispersing and going to rest. Really? Because the only thing keeping them malevolent was being bound to the house. That's fair, but it feels like some of them were evil. Like the, yeah, like yeah, you can't tell me the juggernaut just went home. It was like, yeah, I can rest now. Like, like the jackal was like, oh, I don't need to do evil shit anymore. Yeah, I can rest. <laughs> no, that's probably not happening. No. Um, to, to answer your other question, too, against a budget of $42 million, worldwide box office was $68.5 million. Okay, so mild success. Who knows how much they spent on marketing this thing? But yeah, it looks like it might have been like a, a, a meager box office success. Yeah. They're like, okay, we made our money back. We cannot do this again. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, Steve, I hope you got a really good idea on deck for the next movie of your deal. And he's like, oh, you know ghosts? But yeah, <laughs> we've, we've heard of them. It really Shit does it really show does it show all thirteen ghosts or is it really just focused on the jackal, the the prom queen or like beauty queen suicide girl? You get a glimpse of the kid, the fatty and the mom. They do, they do show all thirteen. Um, they do, but it really only focuses on like the jackal and the juggernaut. 
Yeah, definitely. So the firstborn son is the kid with the arrow. Okay. It's Horso is a former gambler who got in with the mafia and they cut him into a bunch of pieces. The torso, you only see once. You see, like, when it starts, um, when, like, I think he haunts Billy, the little boy, Bobby. One of the first ghosts that Bobby sees, yeah. Uh, The bound woman is the woman who was in the, um, in, like, she's all roped up and tied up. The shackles, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The torn prince is the dude with the baseball bat. And like half his brain hanging oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the one that first attacks Matthew Lillard, but then you don't see him again until mm-hmm. the circle. The pilgrimess <clears throat> is uh, uh, she's accused of witchcraft and denied accusations, but was trapped in a burning barn. Uh, she was condemned to a pillory, so she was the one that was in like the old school oh, pillory she was, thing. Yeah. Uh, the angry princess is the the naked model lady. Because they really focus on the naked model lady a lot. A lot of screen time, yeah. Like, that like, was probably like, a selling point. We had to pay her a lot of money to get her naked on screen, so we're using it. Right, and then uh, the great child and the dire mother. The great child is that, like the you just adult see baby. Them. They don't really do anything. You just, like, get to see them. And then you got the hammer, whose backstory is actually... What is his backstory? He's basically Candyman. So... Okay, but like John Henry honest, Candyman, it seems. Yeah, so a happy and honest family man and blacksmith, George Markley was falsely accused of stealing by a higher-up named Nathan and threatened with exile from their old western town. George refused to leave, so they lynched his family while walking oh. home from the town market one day. Seeking justice, George took his blacksmith's hammer and killed those responsible. But nice. the townsfolk chained him to a tree and drove railroad spikes into his body. Oh wow. His left his left hand was cut off and his hammer was crudely attached to it. Wow. That and then really the last note. Candyman. Well, it's not Candyman. It just says his ghost is one of the more angry spirits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a little mad too if that yeah. was if I was condemned to a fate of being covered in railroad spikes with a hammer hand because I had to watch my family get killed. Yeah, cuz Candyman is like Emmett Till mixed with like some other stories of like slaves being murdered yeah pretty much like um so that that's kind of major vibes from that whereas this guy was just like hey i didn't do that and they were like yeah you did we're killing your family he's like well i'm gonna get vengeance and they're like well we're gonna tie you to a tree and drive railroad spikes through you and he's like well i'll come back as a very angry ghost yeah right you'll don't you i'll get the last laugh here don't you worry see i can uh, then yeah I could use that as a movie. Like that, I, I would oh, want to see that like, movie. At least an episode of uh, of a Netflix show. Like at least like a 48 minute long episode. Yeah. Where he comes just, yeah, back feel... and like kills the ancestors of the people that killed him. Freddy Krueger style. All, of all the things that like have gotten weird, unnecessary sequels, I just find it odd that 13 Ghosts is a property that hasn't been touched. Like Zoolander 2. I was trying to think, like in the whole, like there's a direct to DVD Hostel Three. Yeah, anybody there is. ask and I for do, that? I do think there is a Thirteen Ghosts Two direct to DVD. I don't think so. It's not listed. I think there really. I could have swore there was like a sequel to it that was direct to DVD. Would you call it Fourteen Ghosts or what would you Absolutely. call it? Absolutely, Thirteen and a Half Ghosts. I wouldn't okay. call it. Yeah, you got to call it Fourteen Ghosts. Yeah, I don't see anything for it. 
Wow. I can even House on Haunted Hill got an interactive second movie. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand how they didn't. There's American Mm. Psycho 2. There's all sorts of See No Evil, I think, had a trilogy that Kane movie. American Psycho 2 is one of the worst films of all time. So it just seems odd. So I, I hope that this podcast reaches someone at Warner Bros or Dark Castle. Because and you email uh, us at Hefferbrew. <laughs> Hefferbrewnetwork at gmail.com. We are available to, to oversee this type of a project. Oh, is that the new email now? It's, yeah, Network at gmail.com. Okay. And you can reach awesome. us at Twitter, at Hefferbrew, at Karate Party 1, at Dustin Brewer. It's without the vowels. But without the vowels, yeah, Dustin Brewer. Ah, no, it works for me. <laughs> it uh, does, it, I know. It's clever, but fucking goddamn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about it. Let us know which 13 ghosts you think you could beat in a fight. But if you say the mom will judge you. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't consider that one. And I could definitely kick the mom's burnt ass for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just feel. I think I could probably... maybe not baseball bat, dude. See, that's kind of where I was going, was, like, if I have the glasses, and can I grab the bat? I don't think you can. Yeah, like, I don't, it's, it's either, it's like... It's a spirit bat. It's, like, a ghost bat. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, like, tethered to him. So I don't know if it's, like, a Freddy Krueger scenario, where if I grab it, it becomes real. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe but I would then just what take if it's a like piece old. of the... I'd take the Latin glass and just smash him with it, but I think <laughs> if I got the drop on him, I could. Yeah. Well, don't you beat him by smashing him with the glass? That's how the two of them stop him, I think. Because he's attacking Lillard. And they pin him with the glass. And then Lillard looks up and just sees the juggernaut walking. And he's like, Arthur, it's been a good run. Uh, you're going to stay here and find your kids. And I'm going to go get absolutely murdered. Oh, he gets wrecked, dude. He gets snapped in half. And then he much like, like deep- House on Haunted Hill, his ghost comes back to save the day in the end. Like Chris Kattan's like, ghost at the end of House on Haunted Hill. It does it's not even mm-hmm. like you can't even say like it came back. Like he the he dies and the end of the movie is like five minutes later and he's back. It's like he wasn't even he didn't even leave, basically. It's like, it's like maybe he didn't die. Him. Maybe he just got oh, a really no, he's good dead. chiropractor. Yeah, he yeah. gets folded. Like he folds backwards. Which is the, not the juggernaut's go to move. I would imagine because he so. does he does that to someone in the beginning too, like one of the nameless lackeys for Cyrus. He like folds him oh, into a car. Oh yeah, he does. Folds so he's got his. He's got his old. He's got his staples. Matthew Lillard is like watching. He's like, oh fuck. I hope I don't die like this. Yeah. Oh, that looks like it sucks, huh? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Any parting, parting thirteen ghosts thoughts? Um, no. Uh, you know if. If they do remake this nowadays, I say we we flip that that gender role <laughs> expectations and shit like that. We just got a dude with his dick out, just wandering around as like the sad party boy, like the oh, girl the who's ghost? naked okay. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. This naked dude, dick out, cuts everywhere. Maybe he his dick was cut off, and he's like holding it in his hand, and then a knife <laughs> in the other hand. Like that's how he committed suicide. He cut his own dick off. Oh, that's dark. That's a yeah, because he okay. like he cheated on his girlfriend. Oh no, 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 no! She cuts his dick off. That's it. 
and then and he stuffs it and stuffs it down his throat to make him suffocate on it. And he's got this dick hanging out of his mouth. And he's like running around with a knife, just like trying to get you. Yeah. Oh. That's it. They call him the Third elephant castle. man. Warner Bros. They call if him the elephant listening. man. Did you hear that? That one's, <laughs> that one's free. That one's free. Call us for I the other 12. We got you. Wanted to make sure the elephant man got in there. Yeah, don't worry. Stop saying elephant man. Um, but I, I guess on that note, we'll get out of here. I did want to say really quick, too. I remember as a kid at the video store, the poster for this movie really freaked me out. The, like, screaming face with all the ghosts making the face? Made up of, like, other screaming faces. Yeah. 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 I remember really being like, oh, that's creepy. Yeah, that one never, I always found it to be very stupid. Uh, see, looking <laughs> back on it now, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, this is pretty dumb. But yeah. In the moment, I remember thinking, like, oh, man, this movie looks like it must be intense. Probably got <laughs> frightened by Monsters, Inc., too, right? No, I thankfully no. I didn't see that till I was twenty-four. But, oh, okay. Uh, so that's yeah. Um, but yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back. Why did we drop all the links earlier? So check us out. Um, and thank you for listening. Bye.